What's going on, Universal Sports Hub? Big Yanks here hosting this show. Um, today we're going to bounce around the NFL, talk about some topics, uh, some hot topics we want to bring up. Um, the only person joining me for this one today is the Juice Man, Hunter Grand Slick. What's going on? What's happening? How's everybody much, doing? Besides the uh, outcome, do you enjoy the Eagles game someday? It was a pretty good time. Can't complain, you know. Love to get down to the stadium. Yeah, can't beat it unless you... Well, you can if you get a win. Uh, we'll get into that possibly a little bit later. Um, I want to start off talking about Daniel Jones. Uh, kid comes in, obviously was heavily scrutinized along with the Giants in their front office for taking him sixth overall this year. Um a lot of people didn't see it. They wanted Dwayne Haskins. Didn't think he had any shot at it because he played at Duke. Um, kid comes out this Sunday, leads a huge comeback against Tampa Bay. Giants end up winning 32-31. He throws for 336, two passing touchdowns. Then he had 28 rushing yards and two touchdowns along with the game-winning touchdown. Um, impressed? Yeah. I mean, it was the Tampa Bay Bucks, but yeah, I am. And like you said, he was under – Heavy scrutiny by the Giants organization. And then you also had an NFL quarterback who was in his business also, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Okay. I, I, and I, I think, do want to dive into him. I just kind of think it's funny that they have the same amount of wins on the season. And one played one game, one played three. Yeah. Uh, well, I will, I will get into Baker in a little bit. Um, we'll, we'll stick with Jones now before we get sidetracked because I got some hot takes. I don't even think they're hot takes. I think they're correct takes on their uh, young Baker Mayfield. Um, but Daniel Jones, I mean, shit, comes in. Obviously, like we just mentioned, all the scrutiny, all the bitching from the fans and complaining um, comes in. And to make matters even a little more stressful, he replaces Eli in week three. This isn't like week 13 where the Giants are like, I don't know, like three and nine or some shit like that. He comes in, they're 0-2. Eli gets benched immediately. That might be the last time we ever see Eli play. It really could be. Yeah. And he comes in, and, dude, he led that offense. He's smooth. He can move around in the pocket. It's As a Giants, as Giants fans probably are feeling right now, it's got to be refreshing to see your quarterback be able to make a play when there isn't a play to be made. You know what I mean? To be able to just make something happen improv. Right. Do it on the fly. Like, that kid, I mean, he can move a little bit, and he seems to be, I don't know how much I'm going to buy into his, like, overall talent as a player, but he seems to be a pretty smart quarterback, and that's something that's pivotal at that position. Smart. He already showed in his first game, too, when the pressure's on him, he can perform. Now, I know this is only about Daniel Jones, but in the game in general, yeah. It's terrible that Tampa even got down in field goal range. Oh, yeah. Missed that field goal. Yeah, that, so, kick, that kicker's got to be – I mean, I'm surprised he wasn't caught. Yeah. I mean, the season looks good, though. I mean, it looks a lot better than what it did for the Giants. But with that defense still. I mean, you look at it now, they got the they got the 0-3 Redskins this week who could be starting Dwayne Haskins. Who knows? Case Keenum didn't practice today. Uh, we'll see. Maybe we'll have both rookies play off against each other, but the Giants have a shot to get to two and two, mm-hmm. and that's a brand new season just a quarter of the way in. Never know how things are going to shake out. Maybe maybe he's impressive, takes advantage of it. Who knows? Maybe the Giants make a little noise this year. Maybe not playoffs, but 
Maybe they make more noise than most people were anticipating, but it's going to be tough. They don't have Saquon for about next month or two. Sprained his ankle pretty bad Sunday. Yeah. So that that's uh, that's the unfortunate news that came out of Sunday's game after a lot of positive. Um, but let's get into Baker Mayfield. They lose 20-13 to 13 at home, their first Sunday night game in God knows how long in Cleveland. And... They, I mean, defense played stellar, really good. They didn't have any of their starters in the secondary either, none of their four starters, while well, two a corner, two at safety. They had none of them guys. Held a Rams offense to uh, 20 points. Um, didn't let them really take advantage of of the weakness back there. And then Baker and company, they, they only put up 13 points yeah. in a big spot. All the eyes were on him. Man. You just hate to see it. Yeah. I mean, well, if you look at this, too, the defense did everything they could to help them win that game. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Rams are very rarely held to 20 points. I mean, just 20 on the dot, that's that's pretty good. Rams scored 20, they, there's a good shot they lose. Yeah. The interceptions, big interceptions, and it just comes down to Baker Mayfield and the offense not doing anything. I mean, it – they they showed a stat with Baker Mayfield when he got rid of the ball before what was it like two and a half seconds? Yeah, I think I think you're and right. when he did, it was a good play. That's great and all, but the one thing I get out of that is I mean, you can't be a very good quarterback if that if your percentages for getting rid of the ball in two and a half seconds to whatever, anything more than that being so much lower, I mean some quarterbacks thrive on the after two seconds. Like, if you look oh, yeah. at, like, a Russell Wilson. Well, like we just said with Daniel Jones, the ability to have that improv. Yeah. I mean, that's a quarterback that Baker strikes me as. He doesn't strike me as a just, like, a, a gunslinger from the pocket type quarterback. So that's not something that is very good to hear for me if I was a Browns fan. No, I hear you. Uh, one thing to add to that as well. Um, I, I'd say any quarterback, you give them two and a half seconds or less to get the ball out, there's a good chance that they're probably going to have a pretty high completion percentage. They're moving the ball downfield. They're getting it out quick to the playmaker's hands and letting them do the work. I think that would apply for any quarterback. So I think it's more startling that you see him struggling severely, not just numbers dip a little, severely struggling after, um, or if his read just goes away real quick. Like that... That's got to be a little eye-opening to me. I mean, he goes 18 of 36, 50 percent, 195 yards, touchdown on that pick, sack three times, QBR of 28.9. You ain't getting shit done with that. And you know what, dude? I never minded Baker Mayfield last year. Didn't mind him. Didn't have I like an issue him. with him. Yeah, I never no issue. I liked him. It was cool. It was. It, it seemed like one of those guys that'd be good for the league. You know what I mean? Like, flashy. will say what he wants. Kind of all that shit. And then I think he got a little too cocky this offseason. He's seen the Browns add in talent, and he starts to run his mouth a little bit. Yep. Browns have played two home games this year. They got routed 43-13 to by the fucking Titans. Nothing against the Titans. Average football team. Not, not good, not, not bad, not great, not, not terrible. Average team. They get trounced by 30. Then they play the Jets without Darnold, C.J. Mosley, Quinn and Williams. 
and they win 23 to 3. Oh, 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 congratulations. Then they come home, they face a stiff test in the NFC champion Rams, and they're nowhere to be found. Nope. Only one on offense that showed up was Nick Chubb, mm-hmm. just shy of 100 yards. So, I mean, Baker, you got to get your shit straight, dude. Or you and your Brown Super Bowl wannabes, you ain't going fucking anywhere with the way you're playing right now. You're probably looking at like seven wins tops right now. You get that offense on track, you got a good shot to make some noise. You got Baltimore this week, going to be a tough game, big division game. They're getting blown out. Yeah, they get blown out, dude. They're already two games out. And yeah, they're done. that's a loss right there, so that's kind of like three. You know what I mean? Like, that just, it wouldn't look good. Um, next, I want to dive in. Uh, how about the Saints? They come out. No Drew Brees. Teddy Bridgewater's first start since 2015, and they make it fucking happen. They, this game, it ends up being 33-27. The score did not look that close. Saints were handling them all game long. They put up some offense late, but that game was in basically in hand at halftime. The Saints looked good. Teddy, I mean, he moved the offense. He got the ball out. He did pretty good. Yeah, I mean, all the Saints are asking from Teddy Bridgewater is to keep the team afloat until Drew Brees gets back. And so far... I mean, he's doing a pretty good job of that. I mean, you that's not a t- an easy task going to Seattle to play no. in Seattle and then come away with the win that they got. I mean, he's doing everything he can, too. With the, I mean, he's obviously very smart with just getting the ball to Kamara. That's, yeah, I mean, so. Kamara has nine catches, 92 yards, 69 on the ground. We do have a little bit of breaking news right now that we're going to have to play in here. Melvin Gordon's reporting tomorrow. Wow. He's coming to, uh, he's going to go to work. Good for uh, him. Ian Rappaport, I got the tweet right here. Melvin Gordon, in fact, is reporting to the team tomorrow. He won't play this week, but he's planning to be back in the fold with his teammates. So, all right. Uh, we'll dive into that uh, real quick. Thoughts? I like it. I mean, I'm happy. I mean, he didn't get paid yet, right? No. No, but. I think he's tired of I losing think, the money. And I think it's a. collect what he can. I think it's a smart... Eh. You saw what happened to Earl Thomas when he didn't get his money and he got injured, and that was a whole bad situation. I hope it doesn't work out like that. But, right. I mean, I'm, I'm glad... I mean, sometimes it's good to see. I mean, somebody wants to play. I mean, I knew he wasn't the type of person to just sit out for no reason or anything, but I'm, I, I kind of excited to see Melvin Gordon play. I mean, well, they're struggling, to watch. too. I mean, yeah. they're one and two. Eckward's done a fine job. Let's let me yeah. let me let me say that before I say anything else. He's done a fine job. I think that offense as a whole uh, just hasn't clicked yet. They, I mean, they beat the Colts. A little bit of a shootout week one. They win the home game in overtime, and they only put up ten on the road in Detroit. That was kind of like a letdown. They always they never travel well. Philip Rivers, Chargers, they never travel well to the East Coast. They'll put up a fucking basically it looked like a goose egg. Their kicker couldn't help them. They lose 13 to 10. And then last week, they're at home. They're playing the Texans. They had a chance to win that game, and they just couldn't do it. So I think this is this is big for them to get him back. Yeah. I think this means it could take their offense to that next level. You know what I mean? Like, they could get to that next level where they need to be, where they can be, where they have been before, and where that makes that offense scary good. Not just good, scary good. But, I mean, you have any more thoughts on the Melvin Gordon situation? Um, just, 
I'm, he's going to add a little bit more to the passing game as well as just not just the running. Right. Not that Eckler hasn't been doing that, but I don't know. Melvin's just different. <laughs> All right. So let me ask you a pair of questions here, Rick. I'm gonna, um, I want to see. We have the two zero and one Lions, and we have the three and zero Buffalo Bills. Which is more impressive to you? The Lions beat the Eagles. Chargers. And the Chargers. The only thing is they don't have that extra win because that game against Arizona... They should be 3-0. and Pitiful, yeah. They should be 3-0, and but just like the Saints should be Super Bowl champions. Yeah. But they're not. So, I'm, I... I as much as I might have just made that argument sound like Buffalo should be more impressive, I still think the Lions actually are more impressive. Yeah, I would I would agree with that for the most part. But that tie will come back to bite them in the it long. Really run. could. Um, now this is another one more surprising three and San Francisco or Green Bay. I feel like you can make the case for both teams here. You had a lot of a lot of turnover, a lot of new players, a lot of new faces in Green Bay. To be three and zero, whether it looked pretty or not, you're three and zero. And then San Fran, obviously coming off a down year without Jimmy G, defense is playing pretty good. Jimmy G's making some shit happen so far. You can make the argument, in my opinion, for both. I'm gonna say Green Bay just because I did not see three and zero. I mean, Green Bay played some tough opponents. They played. Two and zero in the Minnesota division. Minnesota Vikings and the Chicago Bears to open the season. So I think them, because I mean, I've kind of seen this coming from San Fran. Yeah, you were high on them in the in the season. I'm uh, I'm gonna have to go the other way. I thought Green Bay would be good. Three and zero. I mean, I it, I didn't. It doesn't surprise me, but I didn't really expect it to be honest. But San Fran, I mean, I didn't I didn't see three and zero out the jump. I thought Jimmy G might be a little shaky take his time to really get into the flow of things, but well, luckily I mean, they, shit, he's making some throws, man. Yeah, luckily they started with Tampa, which is a game that you can afford <laughs> to be a little shaky. Not, I mean, he was just a little shaky. He got the job done. A throat game over yeah. the year. And I think he got the kinks out there. Went on to Cincinnati, put up numbers, and then what did they just play? They just played... They're Steelers. Steelers. Yeah, they wasn't coming to me at first. Yeah. So I have um, one more. More disappointing so far. The Philadelphia Eagles or the Cleveland Browns? I think it's got to be the Eagles. I would agree with you. No bias or anything. I think the Eagles... The Eagles are coming off a playoff game where they supposedly got better. Now the Browns, they've gotten better but they were just the browns yeah i mean the browns no matter what until they show me something they're just the browns yeah the browns with a big mouth quarterback yep i mean i think i think it's the eagles so one guy i did want to get into before uh that melvin gordon news broke on my phone uh kyle allen he went out there um Filling in for Cam Newton, obviously. And they go down to Arizona, and they put they hang a 38 spot on him. He throws for four touchdowns. Gee, shit, that kid looked good. Yeah, that I mean, he's old. Now, he's got a couple games where he looked pretty good yeah. going back to last year. Oh, yeah. 
So, Kyle Allen, I mean, the way Cam's playing, I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, why not go with, I mean, there's nothing Cam has shown this season. Or last. Well, last year he flashed in the beginning until he started to get worn down. Yeah. I mean, there's really nothing he's shown that there's there's not at least a debate or, you know, something show me type thing. Yeah. I think right now I'm going with Kyle Allen. Do you think Cam Newton's on their roster next year? No. No? Mm-mm. Wow. Do you think he's in the NFL next year? Yeah. Okay. I right. just making sure. I didn't know where you maybe were leading Unless with that. Unless he retired. Yeah. Well, that's what I was trying to see. No, I don't think he's – I mean, injuries happen. I mean, sometimes they happen a lot. But, no, he's not – He's unless he retires – I think he'll be good to go next year, and he'll be. Did you see Cam going down to Tampa Bay to replace like Winston? No. No. I don't think he would go there. Yeah, there's not really a ton of spots out there anymore. I mean, a lot of teams either have their QB or they have the guy that they're gonna they're gonna try and run with. I mean, those landing spots. It's not like how it was like five years ago, where it seemed like a third to up to half the league could have used at least a quarterback. Or an upgrade of quarterback. I can see him going to Pittsburgh. I think this is who I don't think plays next year. Ben Roethlisberger. I think he's done. Yeah? Yeah. I think Ben Roethlisberger's done. Uh, see him in Denver. I could see him going to Minnesota. Yeah, the problem there is... The guarantee. It'll be three years of that guaranteed Kirk Cousins money. I don't know. I that's a big cap that they eat twenty eight like twenty seven, twenty eight mil. I don't think that they'd do that. And I don't honestly and if you've ever listened to this and heard me talk about Kirk Cousins, you know that I am not I do not think he's anything special. I think he is an average quarterback that can beat bad teams and dude he is he's on milk cartons when it comes to playing a good team. Can't find him anywhere. And I think they'd be better off with Kirk Cousins. He could go to New England as a backup. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, they signed Cody Kessler today, so look out for him to come out of nowhere, just learn how to be a quarterback again. Yeah, but there is no way in the world that if Cam does come back healthy and playing at the level we know he could play, he's not anybody's backup. No, no. He's taking jobs. Yep. Um... Anything else that really stood out to you in week three that maybe caught your eye in a good, bad way? The Houston Texans getting that bounce-back W. Big road win. Yeah. Against a good Chargers team. Yeah, on the road. I mean, shit, soccer stadium is really not intimidating anybody, but still on the road. Um, Give me three teams that you have trending upward so far through three weeks. Trending upwards, as in I didn't think it was going to be. Could be anything that you think are well, trend, getting three better teams, and better. Number one, kind of New thing. England Patriots keep getting better. Haven't really played much, but. Their defense looks terrible. Yeah, they've allowed three points in three games. 17. 17? Jets scored 14 on them. Did they? Yeah, yeah they didn't cover. Wow. Yeah, they only won by that. 16. But still, okay, I mean, yeah, nonetheless, 30, 17 14, fucking yeah, points. 30, 14, all right. It's not even a touchdown a game. Mm-hmm. Shit, it's not even technically. You want to get technical, it ain't even two field goals a game. Yep, but that's... That's one. You got two more? I've got the Patriots. 
I got the Saints with that one win without Drew Brees. I mean, because all they needed to is stay afloat. And staying yeah. afloat is, okay. for me, is important. Okay. And three, the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. Now, trending downwards, I'm going to go with number one trending downwards, the Philadelphia Eagles. No doubt. Number two, I will go with the Seattle Seahawks. And number three, Cleveland Browns. Okay. I'm going to give you my three and three. I think trending upwards, no particular order, Buffalo Bills. Definitely they pulled out some wins. They're 3-0. and They're off to their best start in fucking years. Two, San Francisco 49ers. For sure, they're just week by week they seem to be improving. And three, I got to give it to them. You got to give it to them, those Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. They're trending up, in my in my opinion. I think they're headed in the right direction. Yeah. I mean, um, also, honorable mention, Detroit Lions. They've looked better and better. I mean, they look good in week one until the end of the game. They just melted down. They look good against the Chargers. They look good against the Eagles. They're making teams play their style of football, and it's not working for other teams. It's working for Detroit. They look like they're having fun out there. Uh, three trending down. I'm going to try to pick three that you did not pick. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers. That'll be definitely one of them. Um, trending down. Trying to think. Give me a minute. One spot. Atlanta Falcons. Definitely trending in the in the wrong direction right now. And this is it, it's not really a surprise, to be honest. And it don't surprise me one fucking bit. Um, trending downward. Uh, who the hell? Uh, the Arizona Cardinals. They showed some flash and some some high potential in Week One. They had a tough matchup on the road in Baltimore Week Two. I expected them to win this game versus Kyle Allen, uh, an already decent football team, but you're at home, your offense has made big, big plays, and then their offense just looked lackluster as the game went on, and Carolina took advantage. I think Arizona's trending down because after week one, I thought they would, I'm not saying playoffs, anything like that, I thought they would flash a little bit more than I've seen, so a little disappointed, but that's our trend up, trend down segment. Uh, Any last any last thoughts? Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, we will have a fantasy football show coming out, previewing week four's start, sits, favorable matchups, all that in between. But until then, Big Yeg signing off for Juice Man 100 Grand. We will talk to you probably Friday. Later.